following episode contains explicit content. You've been warned. And I mean, I don't want you to take that to your head, you piece of shit, and start thinking you're awesome. Well, I mean, <laughs> look, at, look, look just, at me. Look just, at me. Th 38 years old, never looks th look this good. I'm just saying. Right. What's up, everybody? Oh, welcome to uh, a very special, unique edition of our remote Brain Snacks with Jackson Max recording. So fucking unique. <laughs> well, it is, is it is unique because we already recorded an episode this week, but uh, we had an audio issue, uh, as in Jackson had no audio with his video. So here we are. We are going to run through this again, uh, but we're not going to try to stick to the same script we did last week. Uh, or the last recording. Let's just keep it fresh. Popping fresh, bruh. Popping fresh. Keeping it fresh, dude. So, just to recap, what we talked about in the previous recording that obviously we can't release because it's only me talking and no interaction, is pretty much just, uh, I just got off the road. Um, I literally just got home, but the recording we did make I was actually in Pennsylvania at my in-laws house with Chrissy and uh, we had just come off the road, finished playing a, uh, an awesome four, uh, four day run in Putten Bay, Ohio, which is an island in Lake Erie, which is approximately one and a half to two miles from the Canadian border. Uh, long story short, we played with Vanilla Ice and Tone Loke on the Thursday. Uh, that was August the 11th and uh was not very impressed with uh the humility of some of these quote-unquote professional artists yeah yeah it was a little 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 assy and then see you know it was, it was for the better too because uh i had a i lied to to the audience in the previous recording told him i could find the video of uh <gasps> Yeah, could you could you not find the man baby interpretive dance? No, man, I couldn't. I couldn't find a oh. good one without being creepy and like, oh. uh, like capturing it from someone's story with no context and someone I just didn't know at all, which would have been completely weird. But it'd have been funny, possible, but weird. <laughs> it'd have been funny. It might. Have, it could. It would actually have been a good way for uh to market the podcast. Yeah. Hey, hey, do you do you do you want to do you want to help promote your band? Yeah, for real. We just need we just need video of this guy in a giant this giant half naked dude in a diaper, grown ass man with a full beard, rubbing his face on cellophane for like thirty minutes. Yeah, I'm resisting. We need that video, right? Like I'm resisting retelling the story. I'm I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna let everybody's imagination go insane. So, but uh, yeah, there wouldn't. I, what, what what I talked about was pretty much there wasn't a whole lot of Mad Max moment that happened. It was more just disappointment. Uh, disappointment in the lack of humility in what I perceive to be like a C-list celebrity like Rob Van Winkle, a.k.a. Vanilla Ice. Uh, again, he wasn't overly douchey to me, but I wasn't working directly with him or for him. So I don't know, but I just know how the staff, uh, his how his people responded to the staff at the boathouse. Uh, and they tried to pull some contract card BS, which I understand contracts. I understand the necessary uh, necessity for contracts, but this was again, who, who is vanilla ice outside of, 
you know, basically ripping off a Queen song and then owing all his money to Queen and Suge Knight. I mean, yeah. he's a no, no, nobody white rapper, like the first big white rapper, maybe that's, that's who he is. That's his claim to fame. And he's just fucking milking that son of a bitch for all it's worth. Yep. Dude, I got to plug, I got to uh, plug my computer up. Yes. Professional. Oh, there we go. There we go. We're so professional. Hey, as long as you don't die, as long as long as yeah. the computer feed doesn't die, we're good, man. Uh, yeah. So look, man. So Chrissy and I ended up playing like five shows in four days with Love Is War while I was still playing the Love Is War, uh, the full pygmy shows. And uh, one thing that we we talk a lot about how we need to work on ourselves, but also uh, I brought up the fact that I was extremely proud but not in like an overly prideful way uh, i was proud of how the chrissy and myself performed and how we were confident enough in our abilities to not second guess it we had the op- opportunity to pick up another uh another shorter show this previous saturday and we could have again taken a different path and second guessed ourselves and said no there's no way we can do it Instead, we just went, I said, well, uh, it was Chrissy's idea. She was approached by the sound engineer at the different bar that needed another band to fill in or an artist to fill in, in me and Chrissy's case. And she sent me a text message and said, hey, we had an offer to play another show on Saturday. Do you want to do it? I didn't want to say yes or no, because I didn't know how you were going to feel. Uh, and I, I text her back uh, legitimately, uh, fuck my fingers, get money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was good. And uh like I said, I my fingertips, uh I don't know if I can get it to focus in there, but um yeah, my no my fingertips are they're not bloody, they're not they're not uh blistered up. Uh the Chrissy, we probably could have done one more show, but then she would have really been in a little bit of vocal trouble. Uh but I think she it was just tired. Her voice was just tired. It's not that she did any damage. She wasn't overly hoarse or anything. So, again, extremely proud of our ability to recognize that we have the capability and the potential to play more than we were initially planning on, and that we took the leap. That's awesome. It was a it was a leap of faith, and again, being confident in our ability to do the job. And that's freaking awesome, man. I genuinely yeah. mean that. That's cool. It like that a- I mean that's what like that's what it's all about, you know, pushing yourself past your past your perceived limits. To to push it to the limit. Push it limit. Baby. And get your there's wig a, snatched, boy. Oh yeah, but there's that, there's an 80s pop song that, that that I was just singing. That push it to the limit. Limit. If I, I can find a if I can if I can find a snippet of it, I'll throw it in. However, I will be editing this tonight and then uploading it all tonight so that it can be released when you guys are actually watching this or, or downloading it, whatever, however you're consuming it, it will be ready at noon on Thursday because we ain't playing around. That's why Jackson, uh, when we figured out what was going on, he was like, I'm going to take about t- an hour some ago? time out of my, yeah, <laughs> because I just got home from Pennsylvania, you know, at noon and I sat down on my computer to f- start editing everything and just went, yeah, no, it's not working. I'm just glad you, yeah, I'm glad you actually, we caught it in this kind of time <laughs> and you didn't wait hey. till tomorrow to do it, which I mean, that's fine, but 
Yeah, but we're we're trying to be consistent with our upload dates. And even though we did actually, hey, we met up on time on Monday, but didn't work out. So here we are hey, hey. rocking it out again. Keep on going. That's right, dude. Are you hitting so, over there on your audio interface? Yeah, that's all. I'm just my paranoid ass is checking it to make <laughs> sure. Check, check, check. Hey. What what's what's crazy? Okay, okay, never mind. Never mind. What? What what what? What you got? Nothing. It was a it, it's a technical thing. Testicle thing? Yeah. Um Are you so you are, see, you are seeing your 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 levels coming up in OBS? Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. I my my question cool. was I was wondering about how you were able to hear me. When I recorded, but then I remembered that you're hearing different audio. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm hearing your your MacBook, uh, your MacBook's microphone audio, and then you're recording this fancy microphone. No, we didn't. We didn't have the fancy for you guys. Mm-mm, no, I, I didn't even have I didn't even have that one recorded anymore. Not with the way I was set up with the because I didn't have my computer there, so I was recording everything into my computer uh, right. into my into my camera straight from my little bitty. Uh, Mayono caster, light. yeah. So that and that sucks because now, yeah, we had a we had a seriously remote podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't worry. I, I I'm looking at the the Velcro Pygmy schedule, and I can tell you that we will have more than one opportunity to do some more of this. Uh the epic super remote podcasting uh, recording because I will not be home for some some of the Mondays that we'll be getting together. So we'll work it out. Yeah. So, so um. He- to keep uh keep it fresh, we're talking Hop about fresh. topic of the day, right? Yeah. Um, this is a bit of a a bit of a topic that I've definitely struggled with. Um, and it's actually kind of funny because when you called me, like I I had been taking a a mental field trip mm. into into this land, um, just due to you know my work. Uh, my my quitting my job, and now just being in limbo, and not having like a steady income, you know, kind of what that does to your mind and your body, and just how you yeah. feel. And it's really easy to be in the shower washing your hair, and then all of a sudden start freaking out and wondering where your, your money's going to come from, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's kind of perfect timing that you called, uh, because it's all connected to what I'm what we're going to talk about. And the thing that that I want to talk about is it has to do with us recording this podcast. So it's kind of breaking a fourth wall in a way, but it's this idea about sitting down to have a conversation or being out and having an interaction with anyone and being inauthentic as a mechanism that's running subconsciously to mm-hmm. make people think of you a certain way or get their approval or whatever. And what that, what that does for me and it, I mean, it's, it, 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 hell it's happening right now. I mean, it's not like Mm. I'm, I have a real hold on it. I'm just, it, what it does is it, it gets in the way of your ability to even actually communicate effectively and have a decent conversation with anyone. Mm. So, you know, Especially starting this podcast, I always sort of, I have this thing in my mind about, for me, now if you're Mm. 
if you're a golfer and you want to be a golfer and then you start hanging out with pro golfers, then you're going to want those pro golfers to like you. Yeah. In my case, I'm a drummer and Mm -hmm. my dream to this point in my life largely has been to be in a successful band or be in a band that is my primary source of, you know, money or that's my, that's my job. So of course meeting, you know, meeting Cam and meeting you guys and then us kind of linking on a certain frequency or whatever and kind of Mm -hmm. becoming friends and stuff, you know, I had this thing running, whether I pay attention to it or not of, Oh, I need you to like me. Mm. And so that's gotten in the way of, of uh, me giving, adding vibrancy to the conversation because I'm being too damn careful with what I'm saying. Uh, okay. Almost, I, you know, it's, it's not, it's not mm. like a sociopath thing. It's, but it's sort of like a, it, you know, I feel like people can relate to this. I, I definitely don't feel like an insane case or anything. I just think, this, no, no, I, no. I think, I think it's just this, it's just I understand this thing whole, that 100%. Yeah. It's this thing that I think people don't think we don't generally think that we can like, we, we can control that or we can work with that, but I'm mm-hmm. working with that and mm-hmm. that's really freaking cool to me. And that's, that's one of the things about us doing this regularly is that it helps me break down um, the bullshit because it's like, oh, it's, you know, it's like that I'm going to be having this interaction all the time. It's like exposure therapy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't want you to take that to your head, you piece of shit, and start thinking you're awesome. Well, I mean, look at, well, look <laughs> just, at me. Look just, at me. Th- 38 years old, never looks th- look this good. I'm just saying. Right. But unless you're unless uh, Shakira, maybe. No, dude, you're a very you're but, a sexy man, man. <laughs> no homo. Um, a, lot, a lot of gray, though. Yeah. But, uh, but what, I, what I, uh, so, sorry, one more thing is yeah, that, no, come on, is that uh, a big component of it? it it's kind of crazy to say out loud, but a big component of it is just like my imagination. Mm hmm. You know, it's like I'm imagining that if I do this, if I say the right thing, that somehow that's going to work and somehow that's going to lead to the best possible outcome mm. for me. Yeah. But I'm imagining this like it's like projection and it's not. It actually has no bearings. Mm. It has no bearings in the re- reality of a situ of the situation so it's so it's, it's kind of insane okay. it's kind of insane so uh what that with that what that all boils down to in in from my understanding my interpretation of what you brought up is it and again you are definitely not alone in this uh i i may just do a better slightly better job of covering it up uh i i don't think you make anything you 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 don't make it obvious i always feel like you're being as authentic as you can be with me uh, during any of our conversations, whether it's recording or not recording. Uh, and I was kicking myself for not recording some of the conversations we've had, even just over the phone, because no, they've been some really, deep, they're always been some the, really good. They're ones. always the best, you know? Yeah. But uh, if I get, the, I, I understand uh, it's like, it's a public mask 
concept. And I do this. I do this sometimes. Uh, I'd actually do probably a lot more often than I consciously admit it. Whenever I'm performing, I'm putting on a mask because I'm that's my public face to the, to everybody is that I'm this super confident, maybe sometimes overly confident individual um, or this competent individual or this famous quote unquote individual yeah. Yeah, or semi famous. You have to be a superhero for some people. And but that sometimes I feel it. You talked about imposter syndrome way back when, and I think we brought it up a handful of times in a couple of the episodes, and I get, I get that all the time. The difference is, is that now I've, uh, I've learned to switch it off for the most part, and I just dial up my personality. Just and this just comes from being in the band that I'm in, which is a high energy, uh, over the top performance band. Uh, not so much musically, you know, talented, although I think we all are, but the performance, the show, the show is always number one. It's just, it's not that I've changed anything that I do. It's just that I turn, turn it up. This one goes to 11 and that, but that also it's, it's a little inauthentic because my normal personality is not. 11 my normal personality is like a 7.5 or an eight you know and it but it's the same thing with the podcast uh i have a much much easier time conversing with you than i would trying to have again i I brought this up before than just trying to have this conversation with a figment of my imagination on the other side of this camera yeah of course you know and it's that's again i i understand the mat the mask part of it and uh, are, how do you feel? Like, do you feel like you're starting to come to terms, and you are you just acknowledging it more? Yeah, man. I um, I what I what I think it's uh, it has to do with. It, it, I think it's tied in with some self esteem. You know what I mean? Which is only something that, you know, it's very deep. It's deep seated, mm. and deeply personal. And so sometimes, it's like, it's a little different than a public mask. Because mm-hmm. I think we all have a public mask the second we walk out our door. Yeah. Um, most, I mean, hopefully you don't. I mean, the idea is that you get, you work your way back to yourself over the course of mm-hmm. your life, you know, and then, you know, you, older people generally, you know, don't care as much about how they look or this sort of thing. It, 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 I think it's a lot deeper than that. I think it's, it's what it is for me is it, it's not that I have a problem out here that I need to fix mm-hmm. for the sake of, anyone else it's a yeah. it, when i say this seeps into every area of a person's life i mean mm. forget me it seeps in because you know you you think nobody knows because no one else uh, because no one else knows but i know yeah, okay and it, okay. and, and that's, the thing is is like i might have say i might have a brilliance about a particular subject or mm. have a real excitement to talk about XYZ, mm. but I'm so cloudy because I'm thinking. It's, Over, it, overthinking yeah, it's instead a, it, of an analyze. Oh. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's a it's a thinking it's a thinking about it type thing in any given interaction when you're it's like a talking head. Mm. And you can't even you, you can't you don't have any clarity. There's no clarity anymore. Mm. So that's a that's a big thing. And 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 yes, I, I do feel like 
I'm getting a grasp on it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't if, but basically, if you gave me an option to go back a year ago, I would say no because mm-hmm. I feel like I've gotten better, even if it's just micro. Yeah. So, yeah, like, and, and I don't think that I could that I would have even known that much a year ago. Mm-hmm. I think I would have just been like, "What do you mean?" Yeah. Because I would never, I would have it with me, but I would not have the courage because it does take courage to face yourself. You know, mm-hmm. it takes courage to to recognize you, there's a problem, but that you can't actually look to a person or a thing to solve it. Yeah, it's, you have to look inward. Yeah, and it's and that's you know that can seem like one of the toughest things to do. Mm. And definitely your mind doesn't want to do that. It's almost like it doesn't it's like once you shine a light on it, it's like it plays dumb. Mm. You know, and you have to yeah. you have to like go in and like do whatever you need to do to like basically say no this is my fucking house. Mm. Inside, sifting, sifting through the shit. Yeah, Yeah, it's like put your. We're gonna find. We're gonna find the root cause. Yeah, even right now. I mean, it kind of. I can kind of feel when I talk about it that there's a part of me that's like, shut up, Mm -hmm. shut up. Hey everyone, we hope that you're enjoying the audio version of the podcast. If you'd like to watch the full version, click the link in the description or go to brainsnackspodcast.com. Oh, no, well, yeah, you know what I mean. I, you know I, what I'm, I, I'm, I'm with you on that, and that that stems from uh, again basic human nature is we're we're all on some level insecure, and we all want to we all want acceptance. We all want to be loved and accepted, and we want compassion, and we want to be part of a group. We want to be so, part of something larger than ourselves, unless you are like diagnosed as a sociopath or a psychopath. And then it's just all about you regardless. But that's a different, that's, that's like brain chemistry weirdness, not the average person's personality. And, but that's how we're raised. We're raised to be part of a community. Now where you fall, like this all, all falls back into how you were raised and, the media that we consume and the kind of advertising that we're uh, we're exposed to throughout the course of our life that shapes our biases and opinions and what media that we consume, whether it's your music or whether it's your television shows, it doesn't matter. These, these are all things that shape what you think is perceived as cool or acceptable or what is, you know, the, what comprises who you are. Because all these little things in our minds and our subconscious, we are made up of all these small little interactions, all these small little bits of media that we've consumed or these advertising campaigns that have targeted us. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why like, I analyze why, you know, I'm kind of not I'm not I don't I don't categorize myself as an anarchist, but like I'm very anti-authoritarian, but I'm not a liberal. It's it, like I'm, I'm I have a I have a weird duality about my personality and I I have yet to really come to terms with because I don't fit into what a lot of the uh what what people would categorize as the mainstream accepted norms which is you know you got your left wings and then you got your conservatives and then you have your you know, kind of liberals and you have your rhino republicans or it, 
I'm it, not. It, you're, you're, you're not finding that. No. And, but that's also because I, I don't fit into one category and I'm okay with that. But still, it, it, it's hard to have conversations or interactions with people that are locked in to that group think mode. Mm. Because if I don't want to offend them by having a differing opinion, but I'm not going to hold back my opinion because I don't agree with somebody. I'm just going to try to do it, present it to them in a respectful manner. But the second that somebody pulls, you know, a conservative card or, you know, a liberal card or whatever, uh, elitist musician card just to get away from the politics side of it. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I, I am none of those things describes me. That's not who I am. And, uh, I've, I've come to terms with that and working, working forward and working towards just being accepting who you actually are and being comfortable enough with being vulnerable, sharing who you actually are with somebody. It goes a long way towards happiness, but also ultimately other people accepting you. Yeah, for it's, you. It, it's it's literally it's. It's the scariest thing, but it's, you know, think about that for a second. It's, it's something that you innately have the, the capacity to do, and we all do, and it's scary, mm. yet none of us do it, or, or, or I say none of us do it. Most of us don't, this isn't a, this isn't a conversation you have on the rig. Yeah. You know, people aren't saying, oh yeah, you know, I'm trying to be more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it okay. definitely not. And I take from um from the uh the great Brene Brown. I don't know if you ever heard of Brene Brown. Um, maybe people watching the podcast have heard of her. Uh, she's she. This is all she does is talk about vulnerability and power, mm-hmm. and and the link between vulnerability and power. Mm-hmm. And I know that is true. I don't need anyone to tell me that's true. I yeah. also know that I'm when it comes to that. Right now, today, I'm very weak on that. Mm. But it doesn't mean I, you know, it doesn't mean that I don't work towards that because that is where power is because that's where your truth is. Mm. Um, it's it's these deep things that you don't normally, you know, you don't want to talk about or, you know, oh God, and and those are those are the those are the things that if you do talk about and you do get, I mean, this is therapy. This is all of it. You know, it's mm. like yeah, once you do that, you feel this. It's like you feel this release and you just sort of pop up mm-hmm. you know once you've once you've gotten your truth out um you sort of pop up and there you are yeah you know and there there you are the, the, that's you well uh, the the clo- closer closer to the real you you see absolutely yeah and yeah. that that's what that's where the work is mm. you know on the philosophical side of that it's uh I talked about this briefly in the self-image episode from season one is our perception of ourselves. The way that we view ourselves is only a reflection of how we think other people perceive us. So our perception is based on somebody else's perception of our perception of them perceiving us, which is fucking insane. It sounds, it sounds normal because it is, it is. Yeah, you're correct, but that's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, R- rather than being comfortable in our own skin, we're more concerned with how other people perceive us and how we perceive other people perceiving us is 
influences how we act, how we dress, how we talk, how we, you know, eyeliner or how we communicate or how we record a podcast, you know, everything, every aspect of our life. And, but is that maybe again, the meaning of life is that just boils down to basic human evolution that we're, we, we are drawn to this instinctual want to please others and to be part of this group and to feel accepted and to be accepted so that we can further our gene pool. Right. I think you're correct on that, but I also, I also feel that, and I feel that that is a little bit outdated now. Mm. Part of it is because we don't live in tribes anymore. We are one species, I and mean, yes, we have those drives, but mm. I think they get nastier because we're now trying to fit into the, and I think this probably gives way to, you know, globalist ideas uh, is that it's, you're competing with the globe, at least half of it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, well, well it, we, we've moved, I our, think we've moved on from like the traditional tribal mentality uh, to much more of a, a global virtual tribal mentality. Of course. Just because with the advent of the internet, I mean, the, the, the magic beautifulness that, it, that is the way we're recording this, this remote podcast right now. I mean, it, it is literally magic to you and I, we know it's technology, but we can't, we don't understand it. We can't explain it. I can't explain to you how this fiber optic cable, uh, this HDMI cable is going from my computer and, going through this silicone based chip and then magically wirelessly across my house and then through another cable across, across the state to your house with less than a half a second delay in my, in the, you know, my video audio to you. It, it, it makes no sense. It's magic. It is literally magic for every, for uh, I'm going to say 90% of humanity. Of course. But because we don't understand it, we like to, just we don't we just ignore the fact that it's epic and magical and we focus on other crap in our lives that d- don't matter yeah and because we we are drawn to like-minded individuals or people that we look up to or aspire to be bring back to the inauthenticity uh if if you want to be like somebody you want to belong to a quote unquote group of of, of people that's just a new, new version, new age version of tribalism, right? And two, it's almost it's it, it, in the same. Do, do you in, do you agree with that? Because you you were talking about like you know we're we are past the tribal mentality and we're going more towards a global. Oh no 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 mentality. Yes yes, I think I think I agree with what you're saying. What what we're not past the tribal mentality. Okay, that's not. What I, I, I just wanted. I just yeah. wanted some clarification. I'm just there. saying there are no tribes anymore. Ah, not you know? not, tradi- not in a not, traditional. Yeah, sense. like as far as survival goes. Yeah. you know we're individuals, and that I mean, like we are one, but individualism is out of the bag, and we mm. all, you know, the ego is running, and it is, and it is all about you, and it is, you know, I don't need. There's this thing about. You know, I don't need anybody, especially not my neighbor. Mm. You know, I definitely don't feel like I need my neighbor to survive. Yeah. And 
I'm not going to speak to whether I think that's true or not because I, you know, you know, I don't know, but it definitely is out of hand because it's, it's so ridiculous Mm. and it's so out of control, out of my control, at least. Um, it's, it's, it, it's, it gets into the, it gets into this kind of realm of like rotten garbage type of like for me it's like there's no way that I'm gonna have clarity about a plan of action to 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 do right by my tribe and fit in and, mm-hmm. and it, 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 that's gone you know that's yeah. before that's way before me and you I mean it's not not around anymore so I think that's what I was saying. Um, okay. Okay. But, but another thing too is like you brought up, you know, wanting to be somebody, which ties into that feeling of wanting to to say something that you that I that I think that you'll like, so mm-hmm. that you'll like me. Yeah. It's a form of it's a, actually a form of jealousy. Um, I think, and I don't, I don't think that jealousy has. If you really think about it, I don't think that jealousy. Mm-hmm is useful. And I, th- I feel like we all would kind of agree on that in a, when we're all sober. Yeah. But like, seriously though, because if I'm jealous of it, I heard someone say it like this, if you're going to be jealous of somebody, you need to stop and take a, and take an assessment and think you're, you're wanting to switch sp- spots with someone mm-hmm. in, in a weird way, but you have to, you have, very little to no idea anything mm. e- about that person and all yeah. of that and, and these same backaches that you have being you mm. they it's they have them too so you yeah. you're not just t- you don't just get to take the good parts of people no. and then and then you know run with that and be jealous of that you, you if you want to be that person then you got to you're stepping into it's a completely different fucking universe mm-hmm. to be that person so yeah. it's literally fucking just about useful. I mean, useless, yeah. useless and ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's that, that, that all boils down to, you know, if, if you know who you are, you know what you want to be. If you have an idea of where you want to be like mentally, physically, emotionally, financially. Uh, and it's okay. If you don't know that the answer to any of those questions, I don't like, I've been playing music professionally for, you know, more than, oh, I'm, I'm not like tw- 12 years at this point. Uh, that doesn't mean that I'm going to be doing that for a living five years from now, 10 years from now. I have no idea where I'm going to be there. Right. And and I'm okay with that. And, th- but that acceptance b- makes me, makes me conscious about like, okay, well maybe I'd need to make sure that I don't just completely focus in on this one aspect of my life. I need to spread my love out and my attention out to other aspects of my life. That way, if I don't want to, you know, if this becomes something that I'm no longer nearly as passionate about as I currently am, well, it's easy for me to shift my passion over to something else that I'll, I really enjoy doing as well. Whether it's this podcast or whether it's printing shirts or just doing strictly acoustic shows with my wife, it doesn't matter. And it's as far as acceptance uh, and like social, the social aspects of it. Again, we're social creatures. Even the most antisocial people on the planet are seeking acceptance. And they may it may just be that we are in, in the in the current 
technological wave that we live in, it's easier for these people that are extremely like isolationist minded. Uh, they, they actually, they come together in their own Facebook groups or YouTube yeah. groups or Reddit groups. Yep. They have their own communities that they formed that are like all about anxiety and, you know, being antisocial. So they have social groups about being antisocial. Like it's, everything's connected and it's this innate instinctual need for us as humans to be accepted by others. And sometimes we do things, we say things that we don't necessarily mean or believe in order to get that acceptance into, again, what we would perceive to be a group that we want to be a part of. Right. It's fucking crazy, man. It's, it's, it, 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 it's, it's very insane, but it's, mm-hmm. it's also the most ordinary thing. You know what I mean? It, it's, oh. it, it's not like we're talking about something in a vacuum. I mean, it's the oh, most yeah. ordinary thing. That's ever. going, that's, that's going like right down to the roots of, again, human psychology. That's, we, we all strive for acceptance because, again, we we want to be part of something bigger than ourselves and whether or not you know instinctually evolutionarily that is again the propagation of our genetic code to keep going i mean that that seems to be the most logical reason but also it's also is it, logic it feels, even is logic even relevant in those kind of terms you know what mm-hmm. i mean as far as like why does you know why why do things, you know, on the sub particular level, you mm-hmm. know, spin the way they do around each other and attract? And I mean, that's almost like fucking, you know, it's that's all it's on, it's on the cutting edge of of everything, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so far out of my expertise or anybody that I know, like it's it it is the most logical thing about just keeping going. I think, mm-hmm. um, but man, it's uh, I I. I I'm of the belief Mm -hmm. that we don't actually necessarily, obviously we don't, I think we think we want to know all these things Mm -hmm. about why, but from my own personal experience, I think that it's more of a thing about delaying my own investigation into my own unknown. Mm-hmm this desire to know things about it before I explore what I can explore in my daily life, you know, and I feel like it's, it's, it's a layer of kind of resisting feeling things and yeah, you know, stuff like that. I, it's, I, it sounds very much like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty familiar with how that feels and I'm, I'm sure that most of us are. Oh, I, it, I sort of, like, I, I relate to that pretty hard. It's like I'll do I'd rather do anything than the hard thing, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or whatever I, I think is hard. It might be a a a fake out, you know, to where if I just go for it, then it just somehow solves itself or yeah. whatever. But it's just that resistance of not even attempting to look that makes it feel hard. Well it's 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 uh making making excuses and procrastinating. For the simple fact that, and and I do that, I'll explain it to you the way that I 
and like I self-analyze because I, well, I find myself myself falling into that exact hole, that pitfall, con- on a constant, on a daily basis because I'm I have too many irons in the fire. I'm like I'm juggling ten chainsaws and just trying not to get cut yeah. with all my projects, but rather than actually sitting down and actually doing a podcast or setting all this stuff up or instead of actually applying some of these philosophical ideas to my life and evaluating how I think about this, how this makes me feel uh, instead of doing that, I'll just, I'll keep reading on the subject. No matter what it is, I'll research myself into oblivion before I actually deal with whatever or, or apply whatever knowledge or logic could be applied again five minutes after absorbing <laughs> that knowledge. Me too. I'm the exact same way, and I mm-hmm. think I think I think that's a just I think that's universal as shit. I really human do. human nature for the for the majority of people for the majority. Yeah. I mean, now there are some outliers and and you know people who you know have a a more. I like to think that I have an explorer. Uh, personality but i know that that's an insecurity Mm. that i don't explore enough and push it you know not 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 push i think some people are afraid of going crazy whatever Mm. the hell that means because because once again there's this desire to fit in and if oh my god what if i discover that i'm not actually you know a neoliberal or what if i discover that i'm what if i discover (laughs) You know, for men, some people like if you start feeling things, they're like, "Well, I'm not gay," mm. and it's like, you know, it's like if you just start feeling random, you know, if you just start caring about the world you live in, all of a sudden mm. you open yourself up to the rawness of it. Mm. And it, I think, for most of us, I think most of us know what that's like, but I think it doesn't last very long, and we want to try to get it and keep it, mm. and it's just this eternal type of dance. There is yeah. no keeping it. There is no getting it in the bottle and selling it. And mm. you've got to have that curiosity. That's the thing. You gotta, you gotta be curious about it because otherwise it's almost like you're wasting. I mean, not to be too dramatic, but you're almost just wasting your time. It's like, well, it almost like, we, I feel like nature's insulted by that in a weird way. Yeah. Well, you you've said it. You said it in a previous episode. Uh, we have to be we have to be comfortable asking ourselves the uncomfortable questions. At I I know that you you've asked this question surely to yourself a couple of times. You've also said it during a couple of episode recordings. You know uh, why 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 would Max want me to do this podcast with him? I was like, honestly, dude, you. You've made me, you've made so many points that have made me stop and go, wait, what? We have to get comfortable being uncomfortable yeah, and asking the uncomfortable questions, whether it's about, you know, again, ourselves, our own mindset, how we deal with things, how we process things or how we perceive the world or, you know, again, what we want to do with our future. You know, you've, you've, again, for give yourself a little bit more credit where, where the credit is due because, you know, as much of an inspiration or as much as you may have looked up to me in the past or still do, I don't know. That's neither here nor there in my mind, but you've, I, I have, you've inspired me in a lot of different aspects and I look up to you in a lot of, a lot of respects because you have been 
again, my inspiration for uh, being a little bit more uh, open to the world, the universe, what the universe has to say. And again, the philosophical side of this. And I've been talking, I've been almost every other episode, I've been bringing it up, how you've inspired me to look on in, at life in a more philosophical way. But I, I can't not bring that up because I'm applying some of these full philosophical ideas in my life on a day-to-day -day, day -day basis. Well, I appreciate and, that. I mean, I like, I certainly won't, um, I certainly do appreciate that, but in the same way, I'm, I have a, I have trouble, you know, with that because, because I know that it's just something that happens when you take birth. You know, I, I don't, I don't think that, um, I think that my, my curiosity to, to seek this stuff, I don't know where the fuck it came from. Mm. Uh, it certainly just came within the past few years or a couple of years. Yeah. Um, I feel like it probably was born out of pain. Mm -hmm. Uh, not to be, you know, oh my God, but just, I think it's more from like, you know, I gotta, I gotta do something because, mm -hmm. uh, because I'm not, this isn't it. And this is not like, I look around, don't see the, you know, don't really get, just confused about things. And, you yeah. know, not, you know, I, I heard, I actually heard Russell Brand say, I think this is what got me. He said, you either, um, it sort of live in this dumb, numb mind, or you just start asking questions about the nature of everything, and then mm -hmm. and then you'll just look back. You know, if you just don't look back too much, then eventually you'll be like, "Wow, mm -hmm. I was a fucking idiot." You know, like yeah. I, you know, it, it, but 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 even when you're standing right there, w looking back, you're still like, "I'm still a fucking idiot." <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. and, and you just and then there's laughter, and then it's like, "Wow, this is cool." Yeah. Like I I I I feel like I'm you know, attempting to just be what I'm, I'm attempting to get to, to navigate through, like you said, all the, the, uh, uncomfortable the, questions, uncomfortable questions, but navigate my way back to something that's true. Um, even if it's just a tiny little bit of truth, mm. because I, otherwise I feel like I don't, think I can make it, you know, like I, I, you know, I'm not, I mean, I just don't think that I'm interested in being a part of the world that my mind has created because I don't think it's, it doesn't sound fun. Mm -hmm. So, you know what yeah, I mean? I'm not, I get I'm, that. So I think there's something in that. Yeah. Well, uh, dude. Yeah. Good talk today. Hell yeah, man. Uh, I did bring this up in the, in the episode that, Again, we lost audio, your audio on uh, that. So the psychiatrist, Carl Jung, that quote. Yeah. I want to read this off again, because this is we can apply this to. This conversation is. Uh, Carl Jung, as quoted uh, in every adult, there lurks a child, an eternal child, something that is always becoming is never completed and calls for unceasing care attention and education that is the part of the personality which wants to develop and become whole feed that child feed it i mean 
Carl Jung, not necessarily a philosopher, but I think you had brought up the point. Again, we can't really do a throwback to, hey, go watch this episode because the episode doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, but you you had said that, you know, uh, psychology and philosophy are where spirituality, spirituality yeah. and psychology, sp- spirituality and, and psychology merge. Yeah. Uh, and that was a brilliant way to describe it. It is just just because you believe in the sciences doesn't mean that you can't be spiritual. Yeah, it's the it's exact like Michael Singer, dude, brilliant dude. He actually he brought that up. Mm. It's like either way you look at it, mm. it you get the same result. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same result. It's still it. Science is like is the exact same thing as God because it it it's it's not it's not no one's spoken for it and it wasn't born. And it mm. isn't dying. It's just, what are you gonna? What are you gonna do? Are you gonna fight with it? It's the same thing. It's God. You, I mean, what are you gonna do? Fight with physics and science? And I mean, you're not. You're not gonna do that. So it's the exact same result. Yeah. Um, it's just that you know, psychology. The the link being that psychology is the analyzing of the mind and why you're doing what you're doing. Because the theory being that people are not different, it's our minds that are different, mm-hmm. being that we do whatever our mind tells us to do. Uh, but but spirituality kicks back behind the mind mm. in, a, in a completely non-mystical, completely ordinary way and yeah. just says, so what? It's fucking mm-hmm. coming and going. This thing lies to me all the time. Well, you know, like, I, I mentioned it earlier in this episode this the way that we're communicating and recording this entire episode right now is my it might as well be magic as far as we're concerned we could spend like the rest of our lives talking about it and would would never get nope get to it and, and it's it's a, it's amazing to to be alive and i'm appreciative to be alive regardless of how polarizing life is or how how divided we we can be or how manipulated into being divided we can be or currently are Regardless of all that, I would not trade this life that I get to live for anything. Now, I would not trade the conversations that you and I have for anything. Same thing with spending time with my wife, you know, regardless of how exhausted I am after coming off the road and driving uh, 12 and a half hours, 13 hours today. Uh, granted, I didn't have to drive all of it, but still, that's just a long time to be on the right uh, on the road. I wouldn't trade any of that for anything, and you shouldn't. I mean, I, I mean, that, that's that's your business, but I feel that that's 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 all you could ask for mm-hmm. at the end of the day is just to not trade your trade your your life and your true experience mm-hmm. for anything because it's yeah. not worth it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's not worth it, and that means that there's value mm-hmm. in just being alive so and there's there's value in you being yourself and not copying to the inauthenticity that you want to have to be part of a larger group right start your own group if they don't want you well your own group will end up forming once you it's it's like you either you either you either contort yourself into peculiar shapes to be with someone else's group and then wake up mm-hmm. later, maybe on your deathbed and realize mm-hmm. that wasn't your group. Yep. 
or or maybe before then hopefully but if you just if you just hang out with yourself then you can realize what isn't serving you what isn't uh this is ideally obviously i mean it's gonna it's Mm. not it's not clean cut this sounds really pretty but it's it's very messy and dirty It, it can be but i mean it's like you either allow yourself to be who you are and then see what happens Mm. truthfully what kind of true relationships coming up or you just like keep bending yourself into these weird shapes and keep being uncomfortable and hating everything and everyone and yourself and in a very subtle way Mm. you know well keep keep in mind there are some gray areas to every aspect of your life you don't have to deal in absolutes when you when you start dealing in absolutes whether it's to fit in with a group or to conform for your job or whatever, whatever aspect there is. Uh, if, if you deal in absolutes, then you're limiting your options. You're limiting yourself. So live in the gray. You, uh, there are gray areas in everything. That's not to say that it's okay for, you know, to Nazism, maybe not so good, but there, there are gray areas there. Of course. With that, uh, great episode, dude. I'm glad that we uh we managed to do this. I'm gonna let's shut this down so I'm not up until four in the morning editing this bitch together. Right, uh man. thanks for taking the time to do another episode with me this week. Uh again, totally worth it. Oh dude. This is a, this is a, the last episode that again, the lost episode. It was, a good, it was a good episode, but I, I think this one was even better. So I, yeah, I agree. I, I'm glad we did it. No, 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 no real skin off my sack. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. yeah, with, with that, uh, thank you guys for tuning in to Brain Snacks with Jackson Max. If you would please go to brainsnackspodcast.com, sign up for our newsletter, and uh, yeah, with that, I guess we're two confident idiots saying go forth. And try not to be a dick. Thank you, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We love you. Y'all be good out there. Bam. We hope that you're enjoying the show. If you'd like to sign up for our newsletter, go to www.brainsnackspodcast.com.